From Relay FM, this is Upgrade, episode 348. And today's show is brought to you by Squarespace and PDF Pen from Smile. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Jason Snell. Oh, I love that band music. That can only mean one thing, Mike. Draft time. Draft time is here. There is an Apple event happening next week, April 20th, or this week, depending on when you're listening to it. So I'll say April 20th. 10 a.m. Pacific time, as always. The event is called Spring Loaded. Yeah. Wind up your springs. Mm-hmm. Get the them loaded. Is loaded. Get ready. Uh, as obviously expected, all virtual at Apple Park. Sure. Previously recorded. Well, yeah. We'd assume previously recorded, right? If they mm-hmm. follow the, the suit that they have so far, there's no reason to suggest that they wouldn't. Let me read the rules for the draft. We are going to be doing three rounds of picks. It's going to be broken into three categories. We're doing iPad picks, Mac picks, and other picks, which is going to be 10 picks total per person. The winner of the previous draft gets first pick. That was Jason. Hello. For an item to count as uh, scorable in our draft, it must either be clearly announced on stage or on a slide during the presentation. Items will only be counted if they occur within the presentation right. video is, itself. From this start is a to keynote end. draft, mm-hmm. not an events that occur on April twentieth. Or what can you find out on the web page afterwards? Exactly. Kind of doesn't work right. like that. Stephen Hackett will adjudicate for us in the case of a scoring stalemate between the two of us. We prefer to score ourselves, and we have been very good at this for a long time. But if we cannot come to a decision, Stephen will be the tiebreaker. There will be no half points awarded. You get the full thing or you get nothing. Uh, We are, as always, choosing our picks from an agreed pre-approved list that doesn't contain any obvious items. We do not allow right. for uh, the, the most obvious of obvious. Um, like, for example, t- like you couldn't say, for example, uh, Tim Cook will be in the presentation. It seems yeah, pretty yeah. low. A new product will be announced. Mm-hmm. That those, don't, those don't make it. And again, we just sort of build our document of things yep. that we want, and we all agree on them. The points that are awarded on the episode itself are final. And we also have a tiebreaker question in case we come down to a complete tie in the scoring. Right. It's not scored per se. It's literally only used if there is a tie. Mm -hmm. There is an interactive scorecard, which is created by a wonderful friend of the show, Zach Knox. You can find a link to that in the show notes. We don't recommend that you open it until after you've heard all the picks, because otherwise there'll be spoilers. But you can come back to this uh, later on, and you can score along with us as the event unfolds next week. So the results of 2020, pretty easy. Uh, There were four drafts, and Jason won all of them in an, I think, unprecedented uh, complete sweep of the year. Um, I have made it a personal goal to win at least one draft this year. That's kind of where I'm coming from. Um, I just want to pick up one win. That is uh, important to me for this year. (laughs) Just one. That sounds good. I I hope you get there. Thank you. I hope you do it. I'm rooting for you, sort of. I know that you also kind General. of are. It, this is like that weird thing where Jason sounds both serious and sarcastic at the same time, but but I believe in the seriousness of it. Well, it's not fun if I win every time. Mm-hmm. I want to win every time, right? For yeah. In the moment, in mm-hmm. each one, I want to win. But it's also not fun for anyone, for the listeners, for you, and really for me, if it's just one-sided, that's no mm-hmm. good. So. 
Uh, it was a run of bad luck, I think. It was, because I've had lots of wins in the past. You're the annual chairman of the Rickies over yep. on the Connected Podcast. That was a, you, you won that one, but, and you've won this several times. Clearly my picks are better just completely, like, blind, because we pick, our annual picks we pick in January, things that could happen at any point over a 12-month span. And, like, the more kind of close picks maybe I'm not so good at. Although I also, on the Connected, I had a good run of uh, Keynote of wins before we had the Twitter account. As soon as we had the Twitter account, I never won another one. I can't win the keynotes, but we'll see. So uh, we've kind of, I think, instituted a pretty standard tiebreaker now because it's easy, uh, which is event runtime. So how long will the event run? Uh, Basically, I get to pick the uh, over-under because uh, Jason won last, so... I will set the over-under and then you get to choose. And so Mm -hmm. the idea here is that I need to pick a runtime that I think is, you know, it's cut the, cut the cake in half and then your, your sibling gets to choose which piece they want. So you want to make it as fair as possible. So you want to make it a hard decision. And I'm not going to pick 60 minutes because I feel like there's enough rumor to be here that they might run a little bit over. So I think I'm going to pick 75 minutes. Ooh. As the over-under. Okay. Do I think this event will run over 75 minutes long? Because if I pick 60, it would be easy, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. I I do not. I'm going to say under 75 minutes. Okay. The only thing that I could imagine that would push this event over 75 minutes would be something like the mixed reality headset, honestly. Something you don't believe will happen. Yeah, and I don't... I mean, maybe I'm tipping uh, my hand for later on in the draft, but I do not think that Apple is going to use this to to show that off. I think even if... You know, the, the, the typical product rumors we have here is something in iPad, something in Mac, and maybe some other little bits and bobs. I don't think, considering some of the events that Apple had in the last year that this would be the one that pushes them over 75 because i think they even stuck close to an hour for the iphone event so no i think they were i think they were over on the iphone i think that's the that's the thing apple has what the push and pull here is you don't want to overstay your welcome but apple also sort of has this idea of the ideal two-hour media event Mm -hmm. and the last two were an hour but the last two were also the the feeling was it was sort of one event that was cut in two I'm not sure if that's the case this time. One hour and 11 minutes for the October event. For the October event. Yeah. So I think I think there's a chance that they will run long. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel comfortable with 60 because I thought with 60, I would pick the over. Yeah, I, I would have gone over. I, I almost did 70, but I'm going to set it at 75. So there it is. Yep. So I'm going to say under 75 minutes. Come on, long bloviating person on stage. I mean, honestly, for us to get to needing to care about the tiebreaker, a lots of things have gone wrong. Or completely 100% right at that point. Can right. you imagine if we mm-hmm. both 100% at a, a draft? Can that, you imagine that? That almost one happened one time. That would be incredible, though, right? Yeah. We'd look so smart. Oh, that would also be kind of boring. I don't know. It would I look good. If it happened one time, it would be exciting, just for it having happened one time. If it then happened a second time, it would be boring. True. All right, we're going to get into our first round of picks, which is iPad picks. But first, let me thank our first sponsor of this week's episode, and that is Smile. And I want to talk to you about PDF Pen. 
Does your PDF editor allow you to secure your documents or OCR scan them? What about fill out and sign forms? Does it allow you to do all of this whilst also on the go at a great price? PDF Pen does. PDF Pen is the all-purpose PDF editor that allows you to improve your workflow and productivity, add signatures, text, and images to your PDFs, even make changes and correct typos. If you work at all with PDFs, you need PDF Pen. I use PDF Pen basically every single day for loads of different things, whether it's OCRing a PDF that somebody sends me so I can copy and paste some text to somewhere else or make them searchable, which is awesome. Uh, But one of the main things for me is just quite simply scanning or uh, signing a PDF. I do a lot of signing of PDFs. And I love that I can use my iPhone or my iPad as well as my Mac to do all of this with PDF Pen. It's super awesome. You can keep everything in sync because PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro also work with PDF Pen for iPad and iPhone. And you can do seamless editing across devices with the supported cloud services like iCloud, Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, and others. Really just a full-featured, really awesome application that I couldn't do my work without. You can learn more about PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro at pdfpen.com slash podcast. That's pdfpen.com slash podcast. Our thanks to PDF Pen from Smile for their support of this show and Relay FM. So our first four picks, we're going to be doing this in four, three, three is how these are being stacked up. Uh, Because when we were writing out our kind of pre-predictions of things to pick from, we have way more in the iPad column. So we're going with four picks for the iPad. Um, Jason, you're up first. What is your first pick? All right. Um, Hmm. G, G, G. You getting it yet? G. Oh, okay. This is a a real long joke. Yeah, I get it. That was 5G. Nice. On the iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. Five of them, because there'll be 5G. Yeah, this is a good one. This is very high up in my potential picks, too. It it feels, honestly, I think of all the potential things that they might or might not add, this seems like the the closest to a lock for the iPad for me. You know, we could argue about, like, do they need an all that? But it's like, it's an iPad Pro. I I might be able to make the argument that given the speeds of 5G in the certain areas where they have it, it's like what you really want to be doing is not just checking your phone there. You want to be on a more productive device mm-hmm. where you can take advantage of the super high speed. iPad fits the bill. So I think they, how would you not put a 5G in, in the, your pro iPad? Just seems to make sense to me. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, I think. In my opinion, they can't have a brand new device like that, especially a pro device, having spent so much time talking about 5G for the iPhone and then not bring it to this product line. You know, it just, it would make no sense, right, to to do that. Especially when uh, many thought, including me, that 5G would come to the iPad before it came to the iPhone, that it would have been something they would have released earlier on in the year, but they just didn't update the iPad Pro until now. My pick is the other kind of, I think, probably main feature, especially hardware feature, uh, at least one iPad Pro gets a mini LED screen. All right, this is the you you've been uh, all over the place picking this mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, but I think it's a good. This is the rumor all along is that there there is new display technology that Apple's been working on for the iPad Pro, and unless we've been misled, and it's not there because it didn't work out this time. Um, the, I think the current prevailing rumor is that the larger one will get it and the smaller one won't but you want one of those ipad pros gets an, a mini led screen do they have to say mini led well, this is what i was about to ask you um i think that 
we'll know it when we see it, right? It's a new screen technology, and I think Apple will talk about that. Um, do we? Uh, Jason is currently changing it in the document to yes. just say at least one iPad Pro uses a new screen technology. I think that's a good way to yeah. clarify this because I do think that there's a possibility that Apple does not say Mini LED because what's the point? Right, they'll give it a dumb name. Yeah, right. Like it'll be the Ultra Pro XDRX Plus. Pro. It's like we use minuscule LEDs to make yes. this new technology. <laughs> it's called clear light right and we're like all right fine clear light you call it whatever you like i don't care we know what it is right yeah and yeah. if it's if it's well there's some new backlighting on it but it's not like it's not what we know to be mini led then you're not going to get this but like we know we know what this is new screen technology yeah it's like look we're gonna know what it is if apple spends a bunch of the time talking about it right they focus on it and that, that's what we're expecting that a big portion of the presentation for the ipad pro will be talking about this beautiful new screen technology and what it allows you to do yeah fair enough what's your second pick oh boy um i am going to lay it down even though i think it could go either way i'm going to lay it down that the chip driving the ipad pro will be a variant of the a14 they mm-hmm. it will be the a14x or something like that, and not an M1. It may be likened to an M1, but in terms of how they brand this chip that's powering it, I think they will use the A terminology, A14 terminology, not the M terminology. Yeah, I I wouldn't bet on them saying they put a Mac chip in an iPad, because that's just going to lead to all kinds of complications. I I could make the argument to do it it's like it's mac power in an ipad but i don't think they will i just if i had to choose i think they're going to keep it with the the way they've done it which is that this is a 14 a 14 x and it's pushing the a 14 technology in the iphone even further and they'll just you know and say yes this is very similar to what's in the m1 maybe or it's got the same kind of performance we saw in the m1 but that's not you know even if even if it's literally the m1 i don't think they'll call it the m1 because like, I think Apple do not want to lead people to even think about or focus on the fact that Macs are powered by the same chips that iPhones and iPads are powered by. Just like, I think why that's muddy not, the waters? Yeah, I don't think that that's the thing that they want to do. So I don't think they would do it in the reverse either because then you only have to reverse it back to realize what the real situation is. And I think that they, you know, because Apple will have... To, to my knowledge, Apple have never said that the M1 is based on the A14. They talk about how they right. learn so much from the A-series chips to allow them to make these M1 chips and these Apple Silicon chips for Mac. But they don't talk about the fact that they have like one architecture and it has like these branches off to, to create these different types of chips. So I don't imagine them doing it in the other way around because plus as well if you say we've got to put an m1 chip in this ipad pro say fine put mac os on it now you cowards right like you don't you don't have to you don't want to go down that line so i i did suggest unconnected and i want to get your thoughts on this what if they give a new name to the ipad pro chip do you think that there's a possibility of that that they may stop calling it the same one as it's in the iphone I think it's always, yes, it's always a possibility. I would say I think it's more likely that they just call it the M1 than that they would give it a new name. I think that you risk having too many chips. And I think the goal of the iPad naming all along has been, chip naming, has been to 
accrue some value to the iPad from the iPhone and the prowess that they show with their chip making on the iPhone. And also to indicate that the iPad Pro, you know, is taking advantage of of a more powerful version of that chip that came out in the fall. Now it's the spring and there's a more powerful version with more cores because you want to do more and there's more battery in the iPad Pro. So I feel like the most logical thing is to keep what doing what they're doing rather than have like, I don't know, like new labels for all their chips that are all the same chip, really. I wouldn't put it past them. iPad OS, right? Like they've already differentiated the OS. I just think it's the least likely of the scenarios, but it's not a 0% chance because it's all marketing. So my second pick is the only thing that makes me think that they might want to change it up a little bit, uh, which is that USB 4 slash Thunderbolt on the iPad Pro. This is something that Mark Gurman spoke about a while ago. It is something that would make, I think, a lot of sense for the iPad Pro especially if we believe that they're going to double down on external displays at some point in the near future for the iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. This would be an interesting addition for it because it would allow for different features, more complexity, being able to drive more screens and being able to daisy chain stuff together and really kind of beef up what you can do from an expandability standpoint with the iPad. That would suggest right so like the 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 underlying suggestion of that is if they have usb4 in the ipad pro that's the m1 right like it's closer to the m1 then because that's what's that's what's going on there right like the m1 has usb4 and it has the ability to do all of that stuff and that kind of differentiates that line more from the iphone and it kind of then would put the ipad closer into the camp of uh, the Mac than it would the iPhone. So that's yeah, that's that, the only way that I could imagine them, I think, using that as a bouncing off point to changing the name from the A14 to something else. But I don't really, I'm not going to stake any money on that particular right. thing. But my thing I, is, I think that we're going to see, however they call it, whether it's USB 4, Thunderbolt, whatever, the naming is confusing. But I think we're going to see that port find its way to the iPad Pro. I want this to be true. Just like I was so happy when they put USB-C on the iPad Pro because it sends a message that this is more like a computer and less like a phone. And this would do that too. I also like the idea that Apple is standardizing on its things, at least other than the iPhone, that this is the, you know, that the iPad Pro is essentially using the chip and the ports that are also on the Mac. And I, I would imagine that also has some technical advantages to Apple. There are some questions about what this means. The reports on this are a little bit vague, right? It's like, well, when they were testing it, it was USB 4 Thunderbolt, but will the final one ship with that or not? Or will it just be standard USB-C? Um, I had this a little lower down because I'm not I'm not entirely convinced that this is really going to happen. Mm. Um, I would love for it to happen. I think the thing to watch for on Tuesday is if they do this, how do they justify it? Because presumably they won't just say, and it's got USB 4 with Thunderbolt for the first time on an iPad. Hey, moving on. I mean, they could do that, but they like to tell stories. They like to have that, that, you know, why is this important? Why is this a reason to buy an iPad Pro? And that's the the question, right? Like if they don't have a new OS version that has external monitor support that is beyond sort of what's there now that lets you do this. Okay. If they don't have that, what do they have? Is it a, you know, is it a soft, some other software thing? Is it peripheral support? Um, I, it, you know, it's also possible that they'll do something that is 
waving their hands at it because all the stuff that will really enable this is going to come in the next version of of iPad OS. Yep. Uh, but I feel like it's something to watch for because I I love you know it's like okay well they totally can put USB four and Thunderbolt on an iPad why and like I can think of ideas but. I want to know what Apple uses as its justification for that, if anything. So we'll watch I could it. honestly imagine this going a couple of different ways. Like they could do some whiz bang new set of software features coming in 14.5 that this takes advantage of. Mm-hmm. Or they could say it also has USB 4 for like extra speed and transfer, or it could just be on a slide. Yeah. Right? Because that whatever they want to do with Thunderbolt or USB 4 on this device might need WWDC for it. Yeah. It's it's not like the humidity sensor in the in the uh, HomePod, in the Mini, HomePod Mini where it, it, it's not working at all, but it's more like it's there but we're not really talking about it cuz we're not really taking advantage of it yet. And then there'll be an announcement maybe at Dubdub that says, "Oh, uh oh, the new iPad Pro can do all of this now." <laughs> You're like, yep. "Oh, okay. All right." Um yeah. What I think it's my turn. Pick. It is your turn. Uh, I okay. One of the things that we've learned in the last few years about the iPad Pro launch is that it's not just about the iPad Pro; it's about the accessories, right? Like the and I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I really do mean it that the iPad Pro, the beauty of the iPad Pro, is that it is a uh, a just a just a touch tablet but that you can add things to it to change the context in which you use it. So fundamentally, it's a touch tablet. But if you want a keyboard or a keyboard and a trackpad or a pencil or a combination thereof, whatever it is, you can use it that way. And so the accessories kind of do, they're part of the product. I know that they're not the product and yet they are kind of the product. The Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro makes the iPad Pro better, even though that iPad Pro we got last year was not really any different from the previous one. The Magic Keyboard changed it. So I feel like accessories, when you roll out a new iPad Pro, you kind of want accessories to be part of the story. The question is, what accessories? Is there a new accessory? Are there updates to existing accessories? I am going to say new... Oh, which one do I want to say? I'm going to say... Mm, I'm I'm so torn here. I'm going to I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say new magic keyboard. I was going to say Apple Pencil because I think that's also possible, but I'm going to say new magic keyboard because now now we just had a magic keyboard last year. Why would they do a new one? I have a couple thoughts about that. One is maybe it's a new magic keyboard for a slightly changed iPad Pro that doesn't like the old one still remains, but then there's a new one for the new models. Because and my rationale here is also remember last year's Magic Keyboard didn't it did work with the previous iPad Pro all the way back to the 2018 iPad Pro those work and the 2020 iPad Pro so even though it's a one year old product it covers two generations of iPad Pro so could they do a new Magic Keyboard a little bit different ergonomics maybe backlighting maybe uh uh the the charging port also does data I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe they will. So I'm going to take, I'm going to get out on a limb and I'm going to say new version of the magic keyboard. Man, I'm pleased you made that decision. Cause I mean, I really don't think that's going to happen um, <laughs> because I wanted new Apple pencil. You got it. We'll just trade, we'll trade uh, yeah. accessories here. So I'll tell you 
then I would like them to do something more with the magic keyboard, but I don't know if it's the second year of well, yeah, it's yeah. it's only been a year, and yeah. it's been what three years since the Apple Pencil. So, sure. And I I don't really know what they would do with the Apple Pencil. In all honesty, um, well, I I think that they might change the ergonomics a little bit, right? Like the the I don't use the double tap gesture on it because I can't fire it off very well. I wonder if they might do a new approach to having an alternate. And I also keep thinking that they could um, put a a sensor on the back. So that you could flip the pencil over to erase. That's something people have always wanted do. to be, and, yeah. and I think that would be. Better. Well, the first one had the cap, so you couldn't do it, but mm-hmm. the the current one doesn't, and could totally do it. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good one. Just just adding a different kind of tip or sensor at the back of it would be super cool and would make people really happy. I think. Yeah, because I agree. the The idea of the double tap thing was was a good idea, but in practice, it's hard to do reliably. Like I can make it work, but it's not reliable. For me, it's it, it doesn't work with how I hold the pencil, so it's hard for me to do it reliably. And if I leave a an important function turned on on that, I will trigger it accidentally. Yeah. So I just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. And some people in the Discord are saying, "What about a black version of it?" Like, yeah, sure. Different, like a color, sure. non-white version would be nice. More pro that way. All right. So that's the peripherals round. New Magic Keyboard, new Apple Pencil. I guess so. Well, we'll see. They'll watch. They'll do a completely new accessory. <laughs> yeah, I, that actually is in the list, and I, I do have yeah. it on my potential list to pick. It's getting harder, as you might expect, down here at the end. Because well, we have a lot of things that we could potentially pick from, and this is your final option, right? Okay, I'm going to lean into the Thunderbolt thing, and this is—I alluded to this earlier, but I'm going to pick it now. Which is, what do they do when they say, we got Thunderbolt on this thing? Let's assume that you're right, and they do. I think that would be a great opportunity to explain why these are pro systems. Plus, we talk about the power of the chip, which Mm. is going to be like M1 level chip. If there was ever a time for Apple to announce a pro app, not currently on the iPad, from Apple, this might be the time. So that's going to be my pick, is Apple announces a new Apple Pro app for iPad uh, for the first time on the iPad. Is it Final Cut? Is it Logic? I don't know, but I'm going to throw it in there because maybe this, maybe this time. <laughs> maybe this time. You know, my, my thought process here was really, what do you do with Thunderbolt if you don't have display, um, display yeah. uh, windowing done? Because that's mm-hmm. going to be an iOS 15 feature. What do you do? And I thought, well, you could do a demo of video editing with fast storage coming across the line. That'd be cool. And maybe even using your secret sauce, have your video editing app actually be functional on a large monitor, even though most apps can't do that yet, right? Like you mm-hmm. could you could maybe do that. Um because you can put up like a, a preview on an external display, but it's not quite the same as having the UI up there. So that was what led me down this path is like, I wonder if, you know, because I, I thought for a while now, the only way we're getting pro apps from Apple, they have these iPad Pros for so long now, and yet their pro apps aren't on them. The only way we're going to get them is in, in, you know, coupled with hardware, because they're obviously the most proud of the hardware and not the software. So that's, I'm just going to, uh, do I think this is going to happen? I don't know. I'm taking a gamble here, but I, I want it. I want it to be true. I want to believe. So I'm going to throw it in there. 
That one, that, that that feels like honestly the the pick that we've been burned on too many times. I know, I know, but that's why I'm picking. See, I'm doubling back around though, and I'm like, okay. ah, but that's how they get you. Now is the time, and maybe it isn't, but I'm gonna pick. I, it feels like just reading the tea leaves. This might actually be a good time to do it because of the power of this new chip, because of the potential that there'll be faster I/O on the device, because we're talking about the idea of driving larger displays. You know, you throw all that together and I'm like, well, this would be a good time to do, say, Final Cut Pro or Logic on the iPad Pro. But I don't know. They've they've they haven't done it yet. So <laughs> thus thus far, it is an infinite number of days that that product has not existed. So it's, you know, we'll we'll see. All right. My last pick in the iPad round. We've been very focused on the iPad Pro. Yes. New iPad Mini. Okay. It is the oldest iPad in the line. They this is one of those products that they either have to kill or update. Update. And I think they're going to update it. You think it's going to be like in the style of the, of the Air and the and the Pro where it's got the sides and all that, but you don't need to pick that, but you think that that's what they're going to do, right? It's going to be a modern iPad mini. And then this one will sit there for another four years in the product line with like an A14 processor in it. Here's what I want. And here's what I think. (laughs) What I want is the modern design, right? And even a little iPad air. Yeah. Like a little iPad air, right? Colors, everything. And they either make it, screen bigger or all physically smaller right i think my my personally i would prefer them to just shrink the bezels in and keep the screen exactly the same that's what i would mm. like them to do because you know it's worth remembering the ipad mini still available with an a12 in it so it's getting a little long in the tooth that thing what i think they will do is modernize the design a bit but keep the home button that's what I think they're going to do. Interesting. Put a new processor I, in it. I would predict that they would modernize the look and give it the Touch ID button that's on the. Um, I hope that's on the iPad Air. I hope that's like what I'm saying. I don't want to get my hopes up, right? Right. Because because what little, I really little want iPad is Air that, is the is the way to go here, right? Like 100. percent That's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. But I I I don't want to assume that they're going to do that. Like I want it to be a truly modern ipad mini that's what i want right. uh i just wouldn't want to you know i, I don't want to speak that too much into the world in case it might in case i get upset okay <laughs> i would love it oh my god i would love it It'd be don't great. Ta- don't tempt fate don't tempt be, fate. that would be just a really really excellent product um so i believe apple will do this at some point i just don't know if this is the time but i think that we're going to get uh, a new ipad mini because it is All worth right. noting they updated. Did they update the regular? Uh, yeah, they updated the regular iPad last year, right? And it still has the home button and everything on it. So yeah, that's true. It would it would launch the mini ahead of the regular iPad. But I feel like the iPad Air is leading the way, right? And that mm-hmm. the other these other products, if they're going to continue existing, are going to follow that. Yeah, uh, that approach. They're gonna they're gonna look like that. They're going to have that feature. They're not going to pick up Face ID or something, but they'll they'll pick up Pencil Two support and they'll pick up Touch ID on a button. And but you're right, it may not be the case. They may say no, no, no. For the cheap ones, we're just going to keep it the way it is. All right. So that was our first set of picks. Picks one to four. 
So now picks five to seven, the next three picks are Mac-based. Would you like yes. to kick us off? Yeah, I'm going to go with the one that's teed up for me, which is Apple Silicon-based iMac announced. Pretty simple. There's going to be a new iMac, Mike, finally. we This show has co- talked about the possibility of there being a new iMac with like some new stuff for a while now. And um, it hasn't happened. It keeps, uh, like the pro apps on the iPad Pro, it's like, surely this time, nope. <laughs> surely this time, nope. So I'm going to do it again. I think, I think it's time. I think it's time. A couple of times they've tricked us, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a new iMac, but it's not what you were expecting. This one no. has a nanotexture display. It's like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. What are you doing? What, what are you <laughs> waiting for? And yeah. the answer is Apple Silicon was what we were waiting for. I hope... I really hope what the the thing that I'm a little concerned about is there haven't there hasn't been a, there haven't been a lot of rumors about um an iMac or any Mac news mm-hmm. at this event. If I was putting money on it, I would say it's going to happen, but I am a little bit skittish of it. I mean, you've always yeah. got that thing of iOS stuff always leaks first, right? Well, that is one of the interesting factors about the way we structured these drafts where we've, we're forcing ourselves to make Mac picks because I feel like there were probably another couple of iPad, iPad picks in us. Easy, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, but we limited ourselves to four each and are now forcing ourselves. So the, the downside of that is if one of us believes an iMac's going to happen and the other one doesn't, um, what are you doing with these three picks? You still got to make Mac picks. No, we've had some rumors, I think, John Prosser reported that they were doing the colors, right? Um, and, and and people right. have said that it's coming, but it just has there hasn't been as much noise, and there very rarely is. But it seems to have gotten a little bit quiet on that front. But I I really do hope it's going to happen, and I am obviously going to lean into it myself for my pick that the new iMac has dramatically smaller bezels. Nice. I, we did have an option here. Some of the options I put into our list of things that you can pick are the sad angry options because sometimes things make you sad or angry mm-hmm. and so one of them was new iMac looks just like old iMac mm-hmm. <laughs> can you imagine hey everybody it's a new iMac it's a 21.5 inch iMac but it's got an M1 in it now I did I goes, feel a little sad oh, when I when I saw that when again? you put it in the document I was like don't right? put that on me <laughs> yeah bet bet that we're all gonna be disappointed but I like it I like it better that we're gonna bet for uh positive things like dramatically smaller bezels and and what does dramatically mean again this isn't the rickies we're not gonna we're we know what when we see it right Mm -hmm. if it if it's like well it's really just the 21.5 inch imac but the bezels are a a few millimeters smaller it's like well that's not it 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 really Mm -hmm. is it's it's you're you'll know it when you see it you're like whoa those bezels they're gone where'd they go i hope so mike i hope so i hope so that was going to be my pick next so you you i endorse your your selection Although I am worried about them making a regular iMac that looks too good, just for myself, you know, mm-hmm. because I I want to wait for a pro machine, which I mean we can talk about it maybe, but I don't think I don't think we're gonna see what would replace my what I would want to replace my iMac with. But right, no, we're not there. What's your second pick? I am going to go with color because oh. I like life to be colorful and. The iMac started out as a colorful product. Apple has experimented with color in other places, but not on the Mac. And there was that rumor about it as well. 
I like the idea that there will be colors beyond what we have had up to now, which is silver and space gray on on IMAX for quite a while now. Um, really just silver, right? But the I- iMac Pro is space gray. Yeah, you can't choose as such. You have to buy a different product. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, so, I mean, literally, if it's not silver or space gray, if there's something else, that's all I'm saying. Is it gold? Is it blue? Is it green? I don't care. As long as it's not silver or space gray, it will be a new color for the iMac. You know, Jason, I don't know about this one. I don't know either, Mike, but this is the one that I thought of all of our Mac picks after the first two we did. I actually thought this was the most likely, believe it or not. Right. Yeah, no, <laughs> we have a lot of stuff in it's an interesting collection. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of it maybe feels a little bit too new. I am going to be a little bit boring and double down for my second pick and say that the new iMac features an iPad Pro slash Pro Display style design. Oh, okay. So that's the look that it's going to have. Is it's yeah. going to have the the flat edges? What we mean by that is like the flat edges. It's boxy uh, instead of the curvy mm-hmm. edges. It, it, again, we'll know it when we see it. But something that's much more like a flat back and flat edges, lots of flat stuff. Yeah. Instead of what the current iMac has, which is a little tiny flat edge, but mostly is a big curvy back. I mean, we're not expecting it to have all those holes in the back like the Pro Display, right? I mean, I don't think they're going to do that. But what we are looking more to here is that we're we're thinking that it's going to be flat on the sides, flat on the back, that kind of thing. And if we disagree, we'll have Stephen say, is this iPad Pro Pro Display style design? I really don't think that that's something we're going to need to disagree on. I think we will know it when we see it. Well, the fact is, and I just I just relocated one of our one of our picks to the other round because it's actually an other pick, so I'm going to move that down. Um, the fact is, I don't love any of the options we've got here. They're all a little risky, although that's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad to to be risky. Um, and even though I said I don't think it's going to happen, I'm going to pick it for my last Mac pick, which is. New Apple Silicon chip variant announced. Oh. So this pick is this pick is actually the Macs we're going to introduce today have the M1X, and they've got a few more cores or a few more GPU cores or processor cores, and that is how they differentiate from the first wave. So I'm not saying there's going to be an M2, but I'm saying, and I don't really believe this, but I'm going to pick it, which is there's a slight variant. It's the M1X processor. It's got more cores, whatever, something for them to use. I, I don't think this is actually going to happen, but I don't like any of the other items on our board here, so I'm going to pick it. If they do that, do you expect more than one size? Maybe. Maybe. But it may also be that the idea is that they want to do a... Here's the scenario is there's an M1X. It's got better GPU and better CPU. They put it in the iMac, and then maybe at WWDC, they put it in the MacBook Pro 16-inch. And they say, you know, basically, it's better. And then that is it until... And maybe they put it in the Mac Mini. I don't know. But then that's it until fall when there's an M2. And then they turn things over. I don't think this is going to happen. Again, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that, and and because I think you could get away with the M1 in the small iMac and you can just wait for the MacBook Pro and the big iMac for a processor that's got more power. But 
that would be the scenario, is that they decided to do a little step up. Not changing the, the chip itself, but just giving it some more cores, just as they do with the iPad, for the desktop computer and maybe some other computers, uh, whether, you know, whether now or in June or later on. But like I said, I'm picking it. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I think it's enough of a possibility that I, I need a third pick. So that's what it's going to be. My only pause on the M1 in the iMac period is if they are restricted to the amount of I.O. they can put on those sure. machines. Sure. That That's the real question, is is the ports on the back, and is it enough for an iMac to do that? Because keeping in mind... Like, I think it might not be enough. Because you can only do one external monitor, and mm-hmm. right? Like, so yeah. the, the Mac Mini, for just as a refresher, has two USB-A ports and two USB-4 Thunderbolt ports. Yes. The current iMac has four USB-A and two Thunderbolt 3 USB-C. Mm-hmm. And there are limitations to the amount of ports they can put on the M1 chips. I'm, uh, off the top of my head, I don't remember the exact limitations. But I think if they could only put two USB-A, two USB-C ports on a, an iMac, I don't think that's enough even on the small one. And there's Ethernet back there, yeah. and there's and and keep in mind it's driving its own display, which means that um, the laptops can only drive a single external display. Oh, Mac Mini so, can, do, can do two, but one of them via HDMI, right? So like, there's uh, lots of limitations, which I think is again, this is the scenario why they need an M1X, and this could be when they do it. Interesting, because could be I think be, but some be. of the prevailing thinking is. They would do just an M1 in the small one, right? We spoke about that. And then it's going to be an upgrade for what's yeah. there, right? Plus the new design. Yep. That's probably yep. Yep. all yep. they need to do, even if they take away ports, because again, it's the low end iMac, right? The low end iMac doesn't necessarily need a whole lot of uh, peripheral connectivity, right? It's the low end one. They're going to do a high end one. This is just taking the 21.5. Like they could do that for a year, right? And then next year they'd be like, oh, well, now we've got the new chip and it's got more ports and isn't so much better, but they could get away with it for a year. They totally could. And could you imagine them having different IO on the different iMacs? So like the small iMac has this many ports and the big iMac has this many ports. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. I, again, okay. maybe not in the long term, but in the short term. Like if I'm Apple, yeah. do I hold up shipping a new iMac because it's not going to have as much ports as the bigger, more expensive iMac that I'm planning on shipping later with a different chip? I'm not going to hold it up for that. Like it's it's fine. Like it's going to be an upgrade. And the people who've got the other iMacs, if they don't like it, they can just keep their old iMac for a little while longer and yeah. then they'll get something down the road. So I, I think... I, even though I'm picking this, I'm a, I'm a big believer in Apple's ability to just stuff the M1 in some more computers and they'll be fine. Because, you know, we're maybe a little more jaded now, but the M1 is spectacular. And putting it in a new design iMac... It would iMac, be amazing that's in, a, enough. in an iMac, right? Like, it oh, really yeah, an would. an M1 iMac? Yeah. With, with, that, with a new display style and all of that? Like, that's a hit product. They don't, they don't actually need to do more with it than that. The, the, like, the, the question just being is that the M1 wouldn't work in the larger one if the larger one is going to supposed to be this one of big power right like it's supposed to replace the current large iMac which is a really powerful machine it's an iMac Pro power machine and they need a little bit more for that one so that would be why they would maybe do uh, and will do a variant eventually I'm going to join you in this I feel like you've swung here 
Yep, come on in. Apple announces a GPU of their own design. What? Yeah. Okay, so separate from the the like the graphics cores that are on the M1. Mm-hmm. This is an Apple GPU. They're like, oh, well, the iMac, you know, we need to have more ability or or some other product, but let's just say yep. the iMac. We need yep. a little more graphics power. We need to drive multiple displays. So this has the new X1, the G1, the whatever, uh, set a, a discrete sort of branding for an Apple GPU. Mm-hmm. So we'll okay. talk about, in, in Upgrade Plus today, we're going to talk about the things that we didn't pick. But really, for me, that... Everything else is its own brand of unlikely (laughs) in our Mac picks. And so uh, when, you know, you're saying of the Apple Silicon chip, I, if they have a variant of the Apple Silicon chip, I could imagine them also having a GPU as well, because then we might be talking about, oh, they've surprised us and they actually want to do a much more powerful iMac than what we were necessarily expecting. And if and when they do that, they may want to have their own GPU it is very likely that they will have their own GPU at some point, or at least an option for that in some for machine. Sure. Yeah. Um, maybe this is the one. Maybe. All right. So iPad picks, Mac picks are down. We just have our other round left. Other. But let's thank our second sponsor of this week's episode, and that is Squarespace, the all-in-one platform to build your online presence and run your business. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, they've got you covered. Squarespace combines cutting-edge design and world-class engineering, making it easier than ever to establish your home online and make your ideas a reality. Squarespace has everything you need to create a beautiful and modern website. You start with a professionally designed template and use drag and drop tools to make it your own. You can customize the look and feel, the settings, the products you have on sale, and more in just a few clicks and all of Squarespace's websites are optimized for mobile. Your content automatically adjusts so it's going to look great on any device at all. They also, I like that they have a little toggle that you can, when you're in Squarespace's design and even in their iPad app, because you can edit your design in their iPad app as well. And you can choose between how's this going to look in a web browser or on a desktop machine, how's this going to look on a tablet, how's this going to look on an iPhone. And it just shrinks the UI down uh, or up depending on what it is you want to see. So you can, while you're in the design mode, you can actually see how's it going to look without needing to grab other devices. It's a really cool feature that I enjoy a lot. With Squarespace, you'll get free unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and dependable resources to help you succeed. There's nothing to patch or upgrade. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support if you need any help. You can even quickly and easily grab a unique domain name, and they have everything you're going to need for SEO and email marketing as well, if that's what you want to think about. You can use Squarespace to turn your big idea into a new website, showcase your work with their incredible portfolio designs, publish your next blog post, promote your business, announce an upcoming event, and so much more. Go to squarespace.com slash upgrade for a free trial with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code upgrade to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash upgrade. And then when you decide to sign up, use the offer code upgrade to get 10% off your first purchase. And to show you support for this show, our thanks Squarespace for the continued support of Upgrade and Relay FM. It is time for our other picks round now, Jason. So this is pick number eight overall in this draft. What have you got? Well, we've seen some trends at Apple about podcasts, some Apple original podcasts that have been announced. 
It's making me a little queasy, Mike, making me a little worried. Something's going on. And so not to get too insidery here, but we're a podcast. I, I, I have Hang a little, like my, my ears to the ground of the podcast <laughs> world. I'm just saying a podcast related announcement will be made. That's it. Is it a service podcast plus? Is it a new initiative? Is it new original podcast? I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to say they're going to say something about podcasts. Probably not going to put connected's show art up on the screen, but uh, done, maybe, maybe, a lot of things but they'll say something, say something about podcasts. This was high up on my list too. I just got a feeling. <laughs> I got a vibe. Yep, the services revenue continues to be a thing and or services in general. Um, Apple is continuing to make their own content. And there have been some changes in the beta process for the podcast app. They've been adding features, like little things, little quality of life features in some cases, which are intriguing. You've got like the follow button, stuff like that, that they're adding instead of subscribe. I do think that there's something going on, uh, but We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. My didn't take my top pick away. My top pick for the other round is that there will be a discussion on app tracking transparency. Oh. I don't think that Apple is going to let uh, a public uh, relations event go by at the moment without talking about this. So is this in the context of maybe releasing the new version of iOS and yeah. saying one of the great features in this new version that we're releasing today is app tracking transparency? Yeah. You know, and or when they talk about all of, you know, all of their products, they would talk about security now, right? And they could be like, one of the other ways that we're ensuring your security is by, you know, making sure that apps won't track you across the web as part of iOS 14.5, you know, that kind of thing. I I do think that this is something they will want to focus on. And so I think that we're going to see a mention of it here. I believe that they will touch on it here. Um, yeah. I, you may be right. I wasn't going to pick this because I think that Apple is really good at staying on on brand and that bringing attention to this kind of controversial topic is maybe not what they want to do during a okay. product event. See but I can go the other way and say it's an iOS release that they can trumpet. This is an opportunity when people are paying attention to toot their own horn about this feature and explain to an audience that's watching for product information why they're right and everyone else who's against it is wrong. And uh, they may do that. I, I'm I'm voting the other way, which is that maybe they will say it's not relevant to this. Let's keep it out of the mm -hmm. product event. But I could I could totally see it happening. I just I wasn't going to pick it, but I I think you may get that for sure. But I see your point too, though, right? That it might be like we can just keep having Tim appear in on TV and talk about this instead, right? right. Rather than needing. But but I do I could just imagine it being like you know they know they have a lot of people watching them during these things. Sure. They are able to talk to their audience about it. Again. It feels like it might be more of a WWDC thing, but it is hot right now. And this OS version is coming out. But this so. is, yeah. I mean, this is the one where it actually takes effect. So, well, you know, in the sense of it's enforced, you have to, you have to say that this is a thing that you're doing um, if you're an app that tracks people. Okay. What's yours next? Pick nine. Oh. Other. I've seen it gone in the document already, and I'm just excited Other. about it. This is this is the pick that we moved out of the Mac section. Yes. 
and I'm going to pick it now. All right, then. Again, not because of a huge degree of confidence, but because it's the one that I think I like the most of what we've got left. And another thing that could be part of the story of the iPad Pro, maybe? And the iMac, maybe? I don't know. See, I'm not confident in it now, but uh, I'm not confident in any of them, so I'm just going to say it. New Apple Display. <laughs> I'm putting it down. New Apple Display. There it is. I said it. New <sighs> Apple Display. Oh, boy. There it is. Like it or not, take it or leave it. New Apple Display. No, people would like it, and they would take it. Um, right. I am picking all the greatest hits today. Here's the thing. If the iPad Pro has really good external display support and they bring out a new iMac i could imagine them also saying by the way we have this new display it's everything you love about this iMac display i just think it's too soon i don't personally don't i don't think we're gonna get a new display until we get another machine that I don't know, Jason. I don't know. I'm talking myself around on it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. And there's mm. probably a better time to do it, probably with laptop announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, also, does it steal the thunder of a larger iMac down the road? I don't know. Like, again, uh, it's got to happen sometime. And mm-hmm. if it happens this time, I get a point for it. <laughs> so there it is. AirTags announced. Oh, Mike. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Wow. I mean, look, we've been saying for a long time that they're going to do this. Pick the Loch Ness monster in the next round. We'll just throw that in too. Surely, display in the air tags. If this product exists, (laughs) now is the time to do it. Right. (laughs) One of the reasons they haven't released this product, I believe, is because everyone was indoors. Bad time to release a product right. like this. But the world's opening up again. They have the Find My Network. That exists. They felt it was necessary to launch it now. I think that they decided to launch it now so they didn't have to talk about this during the event because all they will want to do is focus on the product that they're making, which is the AirTags. I think it's happening next Tuesday. I mean, maybe. I I picked all sorts of things that are mythical and Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be amazing if. And so welcome, welcome to this side. Um, You're right. It would seem like a good time for AirTags to be introduced. (laughs) I just, you know, yeah, Uh great. It feels like there's been a lot of times, right? (laughs) I know. I can't muster up. Enthusiast, I guess I've come around on some of these others, and I'm like, no, now is their time. Now is their time. And then I get to AirTags, and I'm like, boy, like, oh, I, I'm not there with the enthusiasm. I do think that it's probably a, a time where it could happen, but I, mm, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that we have been anticipating a product for so long that we also kind of don't care about and are sick of it. Yeah. But it could be very cool. It could be. If they do it well and it's priced well, I do think it could be a great product. And you know, it might only be one of those products that you realize is so great until you actually like really need it. You know, like you buy one and you you put it on your bag, and then one day you lose your bag, and then you find your bag. You know, because of the air tags. 
but it, it it's going to be an interesting sell this one. I I would be intrigued to see how how exactly they sell it if they do show it. Final pick, Jason. Final pick. All right. I am going to go because I don't like the chances of a lot of these things that we've got in our document. I'm going to go with a uh, a little bit of a weird one. All right. Which is Apple Fitness Plus will be mentioned. Oh, I don't. Okay. All right. Hang on. What are we What are we talking about as a mention here? It'll be mentioned on stage. It's in the document. First off, you let it go in the document. But um, yeah, it, it's uh, it mentioned like some something about like it's great part of our Apple Fitness product, or you could use the iPad. People are loving that, or people are loving these AirPods on okay. Apple with with a new Apple Fitness. I just want to. Okay. I think that they're. This is a good like. It's not a given, but I feel like they're going to pump it up. So I throw it in there. Did you see that they just added a bunch of new fitness types? I did not see that. Yeah, like three days ago, they added a mm. bunch of new fitness types, including um, like for new workouts, new trainers, workouts for uh, people who are pregnant, so that kind of thing. The, the real question is, how do they, like, can they shoehorn a plug of something like that into this event? Or is it too focused on these products for them to do it? And I think that, you know, they have been fairly disciplined in some of these other video events with not going off in that direction. Uh-huh. At the same time, it is a relatively new service. It gets them a time. If they can kind of way to work it in to one of the product segments, do they do that? Um, I, I'm, I'm, it's worth putting a coin down on Apple Fitness Plus mentioned. So there it is. These new uh, workouts are come out on the 19th. They come out on Monday. Hmm. So I actually think that works against you. I don't know. Or may, or do they want to mention it and say, oh, we got all these know. great workouts that we just put out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not feeling good about this last one. But again, we don't have a lot of like sound options here. We just have a bunch of esoteric things or unlikely things. Ah. <sighs> I know. Well, you see now why I did Apple Fitness Plus mentioned. New Apple TV. Oh, all right. It could happen. It's been rumored. I don't think it's going to be exciting. Um, like we're not going to get any of these products that we were talking about last week. <laughs> I, I did have one of those um, unhappy picks in the document, which you probably saw, which is you could pick Apple TV gets a lower price. You could also pick Apple TV doesn't get a lower <laughs> price. Yeah, that was my favorite. <sighs> So this isn't my pick, but I think it's going to be the same Apple TV you know and tolerate um, with some internal design changes and for a different price, I think, lower. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. But not not the completely, you know, I'm blown away. It's it's not like the Apple TV I know at all. It's like, no, it's going to be pretty much just like some a new version of that with a new processor and maybe some new functionality, but basically the same old thing. Maybe yep. it'll have a new remote, maybe it won't, maybe. and it'll be a little bit cheaper. And they probably designed to be made cheaper so that they can maintain their margins at a lower price. Yes. Like, I could imagine them getting rid of the storage choice. Right. Because that's bananas. Nobody needs yeah. that uh, anymore. So, all right, that is it. That's the draft. This one's going to be... I think it could be a bit of a bloodbath, honestly. I'm I'm feeling good for yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. We'll see. Uh, as we said before, there is a scorecard. 
in the show notes, which are over at relay.fm slash upgrades slash 348 or in your podcast app of choice. So you can come back to that and grab it before the keynote begins on Tuesday so you can score along with us. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday uh, recording after the event, obviously. Um, it would be silly to record before uh, because we wouldn't know what was happening. So we'll be recording on Tuesday. If you do listen live, uh, we'll be announcing uh, on Twitter at some point when we'll be live. We reckon it will probably be not too long after the event ends, but I guess that depends on the over-under uh, of it all. So, so we'll see. We'll let you know when that's going to be, but we will be streaming live on Tuesday after the event. Um, and We will also be releasing our episode on Tuesday as well. Um, if you would like to find out about the things we didn't pick, we're going to be talking about those on Upgrade Plus. In Upgrade Plus, you will get additional content every single episode with no ads. You can go to getupgradeplus.com and sign up. Thank you so much if you have. We really uh, appreciate that support. Thank you to Squarespace and Smile for supporting this episode. Jason, are you going to be doing any live coverage of the event next week? Uh, we'll probably do some live tweeting and all of that, but we'll just okay. be watching with everybody uh, else. And then uh, very soon after uh, it's over, we'll be live with Upgrade. You bet. Excited. Excited. I'm happy. I feel like we've been waiting for this event forever. I'm happy that it's happening. I'm I'm also kind of pleased that it is happening in April because kind of late April into early May, we usually have nothing to talk about because WWDC is too close, right? Until the WWDC rumors mm-hmm. start, which like the information doesn't tend to get out until kind of like in May time. So I'm pleased that we're doing this now because we're going to have like new products coming out. We're going to have weeks of stuff to talk about as we lead up to WWDC, which is only seven weeks away, I think. So not very far. Thank you very much for listening to this draft, this emergency draft episode of Upgrade. If you want to find Jason online, go to sixcolors.com. That's where you'll find uh, everything that he'll have to say after the event. And he's at Snow on Twitter, J-S-N-E-L-L. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Jason Snow. See you next week, everybody. Again. <laughs> <laughs>